Fellow listeners, followers, and groupies, it is another episode of this motherfucking mod- modcast. Ooh, I like that name. That's kind of cool. I love yes. that. Podcast, Mamish and Why. Um, we have gathered today um, in holy matrimony on this fucked up Wednesday evening because the weather is shit, the energy is weird, and um, nothing is really good today with the exception of Raina. <laughs> <laughs> who like a true Detroit gangsta hey, hey. took the train from Brooklyn all the way uptown to come and hang out with our bum asses, Marlene. I don't know why. In and a blizzard. In a blizzard. There's a full Let's <laughs> not like, leave out the details. <laughs> guys, it is so raining. nasty. You guys. It's raining. No, no, no. It, it's nasty. It was snowing and now it's raining. And by the time you guys- It was hailing this, by me. Sunny. Word. So she, she took the train and she came to hang out with us. And we finally got our shit together. So welcome to my mission. Why? I'm so happy to be here. A weekly podcast for moms who don't know shit. We don't know shit. You don't know shit. And here we go. <laughs> we're just trying to figure this shit out. And we're just trying to figure this shit out. It's this kind of this kind that's of That's it. We're just winging it. That's that's what it is. So that's what Ms. I've been doing. Miss Raina Batiski. Yeah. Ooh. Um, um she is the chief boss. Uh, be, uh, behind at Mick. Um, so she is the creative powerhouse behind the house that is Mick, also known as DJ Mick, also known as Mick Batiski. Yeah. Um, fancy, fancy, uh, you know, big, big time DJ that, um, that I've known several years and, and, yeah, we go back. We go back. We go back to like short hairstyles and like mm-hmm. little lounge parties. Um, and she also has a personal project uh, called Mother Good. Oh God, that's such a good name. Is okay because I, I love your name too. When oh, you told me I didn't have mine name. yet, so I was like, oh, I want to. What's Mother Good? What's Mother Good? <laughs> that makes me read. I, I want to be like, what's Mother Good? <laughs> I want some mother stuff in there just because I have an obsession with Amber Rose a little bit too. Yeah. Like, something mother has to be in there. Um, and aside from being, you know, that chick um, in style and fashion and, and on the move in NYC, she is also a proud mama um, of little Miles. Yeah. That we all obsessively follow. I think Miles probably has at this point more followers than you and he- Combined, oh everyone, ca- no one cares about me ever again in life now because of him. He's amazing, and everyone so wants nice. us to have another one because he's so cool. But I'm like, well, he came out amazing. We did it right the first I time. Mean, I think we're might good. As well, do another one. Oh no, I think <laughs> we did it. No. Good. We got it right. Let's cut it off. So no. we're not. We're not. Do- oh, so we're not. Okay, I guess we could jump right into that. We're not going for number two, or we're not trying for <sighs> number two or three, or because it's hard. Like people out there don't know, shit is should be hard pushing out a whole human being. <laughs> It is something that I know Mick is interested in. For me, he's interested in. He's interested in like, yo, let's, you know, we should have another one. Because as women, our lives completely and drastically change. Mm-hmm. And he's dadding the hell out of his situation. But I'm like, yo, this is, I don't know if I can do it again just yet. 
Yeah. We're in New York. Yeah. It's expensive. I'm an expensive, gentrified Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have to give a couple thoughts behind number two and what that means. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot. And I'm an older mother, too. Yeah. So. OK, so I know that this is a podcast and we're filming a little bit of this, but um, Raina is 40. And at yeah, one as point, of last I remember week. when I was little, 40 <laughs> used to be like for real grown. But 40 looks like motherfucking milk chocolate, goddammit. Like around the corner for us this, as well. Yeah, but do you see this 40? Because I don't Brown know girls, though. looking like this right in front of me. Well, honey, Marlene, I'm has... not sure if you are. <laughs> <laughs> Black hey! crack, honey, okay? <laughs> it's uh, just that skin. It's so smooth. You look amazing for your age. Thank you. But I really feel like 40 I think I'm now. able to talk about it because I know I don't look it. So I'm like, yes, I'm 40. Oh, and yeah. uh, all the girls, shame, honey. Manuka, What's honey. Like I know 22 year olds that look a mess. I do too. Yeah. So here we stop with the makeup and yeah, the pores. Yeah. Don't wear any. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I got lots of makeup. On I right need now. to wear. I, was, I mean, I can't make it just for y'all. I still look a mess, but I wore makeup for y'all. It changes everything if, if you just. Know. I'm telling you, Girl, Manuka, honey. Bags. These bags? Ain't, no, ain't nobody trying to see those. No, bags, no one's trying to see. That. That's why you get fashionable glasses that you can wear inside. That's my new hook. Oh, That's my new hook. Colored lenses, little oh. light things. You see all the older, cooler people wearing them. There's yeah. a reason behind it. it. Gives you a little freshness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a two year old. Um, you guys are forty, and I mean, older mom. And I think that's really only in like Western terms because I feel like if you go other places in the world, being a forty year old mom with a toddler isn't that crazy. Like it's not or it's I, here that people make it crazy. Well, there's family. My, I have some friends in the Midwest and. A lot of them already have. It's a very different lifestyle mm-hmm. because we are here. It's geographically, things are going to be different. For so sure. they have three, four children. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't even understand, nor want to understand that, like that life. It's just, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, yeah. Completely different. So, I mean, I guess take us back to, you've been married for 10 years. It will be 10 this May. Yeah. That's amazing. When I met them forever ago, I want to say you guys had just gotten married. It was newer. Yeah, it was new. Like maybe second year of marriage or third year of marriage. I don't remember. I think it was like second year. Yeah. And I remember when Mick told, he was like, this is my wife. I was like, you're married. But at that point, we were so young. We're like, I don't even think I know any married people. Yeah. So you were kind of like the first cool married people. We were 30 and moved to New York. Yeah. I was in Detroit. He was in Cleveland. I crashed his birthday party. Boom. A year later, got married and moved. No, you guys didn't grow up together. You guys didn't. Didn't know him at all. Okay. So you met at the party crashed his birthday party with with one of his friends with one of my good friends who worked for atlantic and he's djing he actually dj'd for the Cavs at the time Mm -hmm. and um yeah we just showed up and everybody in true detroit form they were like who are these girls (laughs) right and because we were getting bottles we're just so extra detroit so (laughs) so, um yeah crashed it he had a, a young thing. I had, well, no, he had a girlfriend. I, that's not shade to say she wasn't young, but I had a super young dude I was messing with. <laughs> and and I know it. And that I was, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. And then we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> and then months later, yeah. I was like, oh, yo, I'll, I'll hit up this DJ dude. I've got like clients. Yeah. They gave me. styling at the time. Yeah. And yeah. they gave me floor seats 
to this game and Pistons were playing the Cavs. And I'm like, yo, I couldn't get any girls to go with me. I'm like, I'm going alone. Fine. I'm driving. I'll hit him up. He'll tell me what to you know, get into. And then it was on after that. First date was four days. Yes. Wait. Yep. <laughs> That's what we call a marathon. Date. Four days. <laughs> yeah. And then two weeks later, against what I even wanted, I, this is not what I was checking for. I was checking for... Uh, African hot dude, you know, yes. something like Mahershala Ali type of, oh, yeah, Mahershala. I can't even say his name. He's so fine. Like know. something like yes. that. Yeah. That's what I was checking for. And Mick was like, surprise. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm a ball white. And dude. I like, was like, yeah, I, I'm here. And I'm like, it's so irresistible. Like, let's do it. So that's it. And he knew what he had. He was like, I can't let nobody else know that this exists. Like, I got to wipe immediately. Before we get to the big city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he how it had to happen. Married, came here. Came and, to New York, yeah. And you guys were married a while before you guys even had Miles. Like, yeah. were you guys getting that? It was really pressure? tough to conceive. Okay. But I wanted, some of the best advice I got from my grandmother was to enjoy your marriage. Mm. Enjoy your marriage. Yeah. Enjoy each other. That's a really big thing. That's it. And she said, don't move with them before you get married. Okay, fine. I don't know about that one. I'm going to play house though. Yeah. I'm playing house. (laughs) So, um, and that was it. And that was the best advice ever. We really, really get to know someone. Got to travel the world. Yeah. I mean, we moved here and the first time we lived together or had that experience was in New York is, you know. Wait, wait, wait. So you guys had gotten married and hadn't really even lived no, together? No, not at all. I was in Detroit. It was a long distance relationship. I would That's travel. Crazy. I would go and see him for like a couple days and then he would come and visit me. And we did that for like over a year or a year. Did you guys have a big wedding? I don't think I ever asked you this. Whoa, this is a story. This podcast may be like three hours long. <laughs> so... I got married in the backseat of a cab, guys. I know you always joke about that, but That's is that real, real, real story? But how is that possible? <laughs> Bible, because he had a gig in Vegas where Iggy is right now, okay. right? So we had a gig in Vegas. We're like, all right, going to get married in Paris. Had a couple friends that was going to meet us there. Something really small. And we're like, oh, okay, to make it something formal, we have to get signed, do our paperwork. So we fly in. And we're like, I'm not even a Vegas person. I really don't even like it. But we're like, we're in Vegas. Like, let's chill. We'll do it tomorrow. We were just acting oh, like it was another chore. Yeah, we were going to sign our, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, fine. So then we're like, we'll go to City Hall. Okay. So I'm the non-traditional girl. Yeah. And we're all in love. And we're holding hands. Yeah. We married. <laughs> and they're like, um, no, you need someone to officiate the wedding. And we're like, oh, crap. So then... Driver? He actually gave me away like my father. So (laughs) then we are trying to, we're on our phones for 15 minutes and we're like, oh my God, we couldn't find anyone to marry us. Everything was booked. And then finally we pull up to In-N-Out and we're like, yo, this is rehearsal dinner, whatever. Yeah. And then we get a call back and they're like, you know what? We have something. It's the little white wedding chapel. Oh, that's where people, the drive through. But it's the drive through. And I looked at him, he looked at me, I don't know, Gucci wife beater. And I was like, let's do it. And we had like, yeah, like bands on from the pool. Do you have <laughs> so from classy? This, uh, amazing evening. We have we have some have we have some video on some like old day. first iPhone footage. Yes, but yeah, that's it. it. It's yeah, 
and now I look and like we can relive it every time we're in a cab. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. But, your family's mad that you guys didn't have like a traditional situation or they just knew I that, that knew was it never going to be you. wasn't going to be my day because mm-hmm. I was raised by women that are just completely stylish and uh, stylish and, and very knowledgeable. And I was like, this is not going to be mine. They're like, right, you could do this and you can do. I was like, I'm eloping mm-hmm. um, or something of the sort. Mm-hmm. But it was the best $65 ever. And, so you know, yeah. that's it. And here we are. We never regretted that, it. Well, and to that point, they've been married 10 fucking years. So for y'all that are out here listening, thinking that you got to go and spend arm and a leg on a wedding. For a then, glorified party for everybody else. Word, and then you go and get divorced two years later. I mean, no shade, but damn. But everyone, everyone there's something says, to be said about this. Everyone says that it goes by so fast that they spend all this money and then it just, it goes. Those those credit card bills don't go by so fast. Yeah. It's not cute to cry, like to just argue over line. that. Yeah. yeah. So Bro. it's like, I don't know did if that's ever, the smartest move. I never wanted that. Consider having a traditional marriage so that your friends and family can Wedding, wedding. I mean, wedding? No. I wasn't interested. Yeah. It was just about sealing that union for us before God. And that was it. I like I, it wasn't I like for it. everybody else in this big thing. I did, you know, think about like, oh, we should do a big party or something. And then we just decided to move to New York. And that's where that was the right fit. And boy, was that a big party. Because can I just say Raina moved, Mick moved. I met Mick first and then yeah. I met Raina. And for y'all who are just getting to know at Raina, Instagram style girl. Y'all don't know pre Instagram. She was the one popping off in the club so hard. Like Raina came into the building. Post Instagram. She, just don't post. <laughs> she, that just doesn't document. Just, yeah. Right. Like that's when shit was cool. That's when, man, that's when. So much fun. Good. New York was good. Style was good. Lyrics were good. Lyrics were good. Oh. And it was a good time. It was. And you guys were a fun young couple, man. And I just remember thinking you guys were just so much fun. Both of you guys were so much fun. Yeah. I mean, we compliment each other. And, you know, it just, I think it was really great for our journey as a husband and wife to enjoy each other and travel the world and also learn that we work really well. Like, wow, I have a partner. So. I didn't know. I, well, I actually knew. And it's so funny because I was texting my ex yesterday, but I was like, that is the best situation to to grow from because I knew we weren't partners and I definitely needed that. So when Mick got me, I was like, yo, it's all or nothing. This is what you're getting. Right. I am not about to fold or compromise. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to work with that in the flaws. And, you know, I had to do the same with him and it worked out and trying to conceive. We thought we wanted something earlier. And we actually miscarried at 35 and it was devastating because I'd never been like pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then why do you think and I think that's interesting to talk about. And I love that you are talking about it because there's a lot of shame that goes behind miscarriage. And I'm not sure why, because it's so common. Well, that's the problem. I didn't know it was so common. So by the time everyone I was devastated, still devastating. And when people chime in. They're like, oh, yeah, I went through it, too. Well, why didn't you tell me this before? Like, I'm over here bugging out and trying to send out group prayers like, yo, just, you know, what's going on? We can never get the heartbeat. Um, But I I didn't. No one would talk about it. Yes. Because I remember it was reading very like taboo. random statistic about it. it was like something like one in three or one in four women on their first pregnancy will miscarry. Yeah. It's very, very. And common. we were so excited. And it was a first for me. And I'm like 35 at the time. So 
had I known that information, just anything from mm-hmm. someone, I would have been like, oh, okay, well, not this time. Then if if someone would have said that, it that would have. It seems to me though that you know it, it might be that way because it is a painful situation. It's something that people don't want to relive. Um, yeah, it's never happened to me, but I do have a girlfriend that that went through it, and she was. I know several. I know really, several women. Really yeah, depressed afterwards. Yeah, and never wanted to touch on it. Yeah, she even told me at one point that she didn't want to be married again. It I mean, takes a while. Again. Yeah, it takes so. a while to recover from something like that. And luckily, Mick and I were able to like we hit another gear of traveling, which is my favorite thing to do. Okay, so we just like lived right after that, and then. I mean, at least you had a husband that was like, we need this. Or right wasn't now. alone, right. like a partner. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine if you have to go through that and you're single. Yeah, you had your support system. So you have to have that in the right people around you, no matter what. How are you? Can you walk us through your professional life? Like, how are you guys able to to travel so much? Is it because he was being booked places, like different places that allowed you to be there? Or? Sure. Um. Well, I started off definitely... It's funny what my idea of New York lifestyle was and what it actually was completely threw me off. Okay. I just always, why am I always getting thrown? So <laughs> I moved here and I thought I was going to be the one that was like, yeah. <laughs> and you, straight to, you guys went straight to Brooklyn, straight to Brooklyn, straight to Park Slope. My cousin told me about the neighborhood. We got off the train. We're like, this feels good. I found a great spot. Let's do it. And Mick was a hip hop DJ at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely his background. And then he ended up doing several rebranding. Like he had a lot of uh, rebranding going on. a lot to do with that. Definitely. And that's what I love, the creative part and figuring that out. Um, And so through his job, as he evolved and grew, I think that's the bookings, the clients and things, the face of things started to change. Yo, his old name, I hated it. When I met him, I was like, Mick Boogie, yo. Boogie. That's so <laughs> That's when I used to book him. I'm like you party. telling I'm like you telling on yourself with that name. So he he dropped that and when he became just Mick, everything changed. And that's when everything came in. And then when he wasn't well, I wouldn't travel with him and go on certain jobs. So if he's in like I don't know, Wyoming. I'm like, I'm going to sit this one out. Right. You got that. But if it's Paris. And I will do, but if it's Paris, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would sit that out. And then that's when I would do like fashion freelancing or event production work. And I actually, when I moved to New York, I thought I would really move into styling. And I realized how much I, I didn't enjoy it. And I didn't enjoy the people mm-hmm. in fashion at all. Mm-hmm. I love the art form i love any art form really film music you know all of it but the people in it just they're exhausting and i just can't you you know what's funny about your guys's relationship which from the beginning you know from 10 years ago when i met you guys um so they're very much people say that there's like a husband and wife duo but they really do live that husband and wife duo so i remember booking make for you know different parties that i would do that my partners and i would do and we would book him and we would ask him certain business questions and he'd be like that's my wife you know that ask ask her like he doesn't even he wouldn't handle he would be completely hands-off he would simply just be talent and reina would be everything else so i always found that that was very interesting because so many men um i find would have issue with that 
It's really interesting because I remember a girlfriend one day told me, she was like, wow, your Mick really respects you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, of course I'm his wife. And then I had to stop and really think about what she was saying. Not mm-hmm. that you're not being respected by your man or that's what she was saying about her partner, but just like enough to bring you into this world, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of professional men like, okay, that's my job. We're not going to touch that, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he brought me in was also, it was great because in me trying to find my way here mm-hmm. in New York, I was having trouble with that because I was doing things and they looked great on paper, but it just, in my soul, I was like, this is not the right fit. I can't stand you people. Da, 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 da. This is not right for me. And so I latched on and really worked with Mick and I feel like everything developed and now it's this really beautiful brand, global brand with great clients. And, you know, now that I've had miles, I'm like, let me shift this focus to me. It's terrifying to start a new career and actually have several great ideas that I want to move into in different spaces completely that I have to educate myself on. Um, but I think that's really it's it can be exciting, too, but it's it's time to put in work because 40 is like, I mean, you built a whole brand for you helped build woo. this amazing brand for 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 Mick. Mick never is in the United States. He's like everywhere. And so he's become this crazy, crazy DJ. Um, I would say music, man, even more because I think he's evolved so much past. Well, yeah, he is a well, what's interesting and that people don't know about him is that he's really the businessman. Yeah. That happens to be a really great DJ. Yeah. That's that's what he is. And so he's into tech. He's into he he has um marketing consulting that he does mm-hmm. for brands. And that's where his real strength lies. And I I know that's his real love. Not that he doesn't have a, a love or an affinity for music, but that's where his real passion is, and that's the direction he's moving in. And people evolve. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's it should you should if you're not and you're stagnant then like yo. So talk to us a little bit about motherhood because that oh my god the best the best name on earth like you need to trademark that tomorrow you need it's to trademark done, okay so before this podcast goes no on. no and you need to trademark what did you say mod <laughs> momish mod no modcast or oh, something mod-cast. Oh, yeah, mod-cast. trademark that before this oh my mod-cast. god it's so good <laughs> um so motherhood I was sitting one day and I just no I had a dream. And it completely just like I woke up and the name came to me in a dream. Mm-hmm. And it's been several versions of just I'm like, OK, first it's this. And I wanted to do something for like women of color, obviously, like politically what's happened. has just pissed me off like the rest of the world. A and I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know I had a voice before this moment. Um in history, you know, when, where a reality star can become our president, mm-hmm. it's a complete joke. And so I'm just like, oh, I want to do something for us. So I started looking inward and like, you know, you show up places and I'm used to showing up. I've always been the token everywhere I show up. I'm like really? the token black girl. Yes. You said something very interesting to me last time I saw you and you were like, it's suddenly cool to be a black girl. Oh, it's great time yeah. to be. It's a great time to be black or a person of color. And it's this empowerment happening. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see how the rest of the world wants to keep that quiet mm-hmm. or not shed a light. But then we're seeing some real exciting changes. I agree. I, 
and even even fake changes like, oh, you know, girl, we don't want to have all this inclusivity in our makeup. But Rihanna did it. We need this money. (laughs) So, so girl, can we add some more shades? Yeah. Yeah, So it's the fancy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fancy beauty. So you were saying so you were developing this idea of mother good. Yeah. So at first I really wanted this community, women of color. And I'm like, okay, we're going to delve in. And and then I said, hmm. Some of these mommies I'm not here for. So who is this community? Okay. Really? Because you start because you start feeling that. Because I, I I told it's you isolating. That, yeah, about myself, about my experience with motherhood. Well, it was weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I know I have this look, right, about me that looks like I suck on lemons when I wake up and I just show up like <laughs> Hi, you know, That's not true. I, but I'm really like, cool. I'm here for everybody. I'm just like, whatever. Um, but the rest of the world is like, yo, I can't with, I don't know what it is. Like it's a block. So I've always had trouble, which is, it's really odd. I just had trouble connecting with people. Plus, uh, yeah, I'm just a misanthrope anyway. So it's, you know, cynic type. So it's not the easiest. And I don't like bs at all like so if i feel that on you i'm just like i you know i'm gonna exit and go over here that's funny or just you feel the wall up you feel the wall up because we're cool and it's like through association Mm -hmm. so i'm like hey but if you met me i'm a little like hey Mm -hmm. and you feel it she does have a very she's very good at this like blank smile politics you could feel it too she's very good at that and i'm just like hey how you um so mother good has had and gone through several different revisions before I've even gotten started. Okay. And when I went to Israel recently in the fall, um, there's this really great exercise with like 50 other creatives and it's imagine like a soul train line and everybody's walking. And what you're supposed to do is you're walking, your eyes are closed and everyone's whispering to you how you made a positive impact on them on this trip. And so an interesting exercise. Um, yeah, it's like, I feel like it was really cool. It was one of my favorite exercises that we did on the trip and I was walking and I had my hands out and everyone was kind of, it was great confirmation for me to hear that they believed so much. Like you have the best style here. You have to, everything had to do with my taste and my style, which I've always felt strongly about, but, but when you hear that from so many people. I was like, wow, whatever I really put out there and contribute into the world, people are going to buy into it. Mm-hmm. And I need to trust that. So I need to let me go back and, and revisit what Mother Good really is, because these moms in this community with these fake sisterhood stuff, when you know we can go all in, um, I feel like. I didn't know if I wanted to be a part of that, but I can still have elements of that and still have events. But the 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 genesis and like where something will be really rooted in will always have to do with some type of aesthetic wellness um, and sustainability is what I'm trying to move into. I know I had a little fur and a shirt on when I got here, but I'm just trying to do better. Okay. <laughs> still my detroit and my dna so yeah yeah. okay so i think really wherever you land with with this project so i'm developing driven there's definitely like art direction there yeah i'm i'm definitely working on it right now and i'm excited about some of the ideas i really have but i want to be sure what i put out there is something i feel and i know everybody else will feel it but i want to be 
feel good about what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And real talk, like I'm moving into real estate to pour into my right. ideas mm-hmm. and cause I need to have it right. Mm-hmm. And I can't have no little side money. And that's the difference. If this was a marriage podcast or something about that, right. you know, it's right. like, I'm going to have to pour into this yeah. with my own capital. Yeah. I'll tell you. And, and I hope that you keep going right now because um, even with, you know, our little project here and, you know, I talk about it like being nothing, but people have been responding so well to it. Oh, it's dope. Our podcast, Mama Show and Why. And it's really just, it's, it, it almost is magically taking form as we go. Yeah. And I find that a lot of times with, you know, people that are both blessed and tormented with creative ability, you enter into this world of overthinking so much that it's just like you won't get to just do and yeah so this whole year i've promised myself i'm like it's it's not perfect let's just do it and yeah it's not it's not exactly what we want but let's just keep going because we'll start for like it's almost like molding what it is that you're by the time we get to the end of the year we'll have a way better idea i know when we started like the instagram marlene yells at me all the time yeah. she's like it's not aesthetically beautiful and i'm just like <laughs> we just gotta keep fucking posting like we gotta keep going yeah and so I think that that's why this works really well. And I, I encourage That's why you. it's great that you have a partner. Yeah. Like I'm in this alone. Yeah. And but always talk to people and anyone out there that's listening to us. Yeah. That's working on a project like do just do more. Keep going. I agree. And it's yeah. something that I don't even I don't even do that. Mm-hmm. But I've heard something really great today that stuck with me. And it's like life is about execution not intention. Everyone's like, Oh my God, snap my fingers, set your intentions guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but you need to execute. Yes. All right. Yeah. It is about execution. I learned that a little late. Okay. So, and I am like this, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll turn it in. I'll turn it in. But it's I, not perfect yet. It's not, perfect I am, yet. I am learning to grow out of my perfectionism because mm-hmm. I have always been a perfectionist mm-hmm. and I need it to be. So yeah, I don't post enough and I hear so many things about what I don't do, but I'm, I do feel the changes. I just know it's not going to happen Overnight. like that, but I'm, I'm seeing it. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm good with that. Do you feel that having miles, um, has pushed you in further into this creative space has pushed you even more to want something for yourself personally, because I feel like I've never felt more creative ever. And then, then this moment of after having a child, I am, I am privileged to have someone that is able to take care of our household Mm -hmm. in order to work on some of my passions and ideas. However, when you are a stay at home mother, Even with help, I do have, you know, we do have someone and we're blessed to have somebody to help us out because we have no family here. Um, I am not fulfilling the creates, like I'm not pouring and feeding the creativity that I need into myself. Whereas I can walk outside, we live in New York, you see somebody and they just like inspiration comes at you and it just throws at you at every second. But when you're inside and it's cold, it's a freaking blizzard. And I don't know, he doesn't always watch TV, but you know, sometimes we have some stuff on, but we're doing the mundane daily things. It's hard to pull yourself into that space when he goes to bed and you're tired and your days start at 6 Mm a.m. So I'm continuing. It's like Miles is actually, I'm in a place where 
I am not looking to my old life. I'm redefining what happiness is because it will never be my old life. And I did not. Pre-baby is what you're talking about. Pre-baby. Right. And I didn't want children. Mm -hmm. I didn't want a husband. Mm. I was Blanche Devereaux (laughs) from the Golden Girls, for y'all that don't know. And I was fine with that. I'm Dorothy. And a little Dorothy. (laughs) And Sophia, that's my homie. But I was like fine with that. And I was just going to live life and date young dudes and be all set. And then our guests share that same sentiment. Really? Wow. Us as well. Okay. Remember the girls that were like, oh my God. And then surprised everybody getting married first and having like the baby first out of my friends. And like the, I guess you did the quote unquote socially acceptable and proper order of things. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe not. Which is still in me because I, I mean, I, I come from a good family, like morally, the, the things that they instilled and in me was, it was great and it stuck with me, but. Yeah, for for me, Miles is how I'm learning to get back to myself and my individuality. And that's the fight for, I think, mothers. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look up in 18 years and be like, okay, now the fact that I'm looking up now or the last year. So I am applauding that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We put our our lives on hold. Like, yeah, I do it every day and you lose a sense of yourself. And it's just like, whoa, you know, it's I said I'd never do that again, especially like in a relationship, a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. that I had before. Mm -hmm. Now, as a mother, you just you do that automatically. And it's like, okay, let me also. okay, I need to do self-care. I've been really sick for a while. And luckily, I'm forced to go to the spa, right. To take care of myself or do things to take care of myself. So I just have to remember to implement that, whether I feel terrible or not, just remember me and things that I want to do. It's also difficult for, for us to kind of disconnect because they don't allow you to. Yeah. I know that with my daughter, anytime I'm home, she is my tail. So she could be playing and doing her own thing, but we need to be in the same vicinity. If I get up and walk out of the room, she is 100% going to walk behind me. Yeah. Even Girl. if my mother's around, I'm sure it's the same for you. Oh my God. Your husband yes. around or your nanny. You know, uh, yeah. They, they also don't let go. So I think it's also inhibiting our creativity and our freedom by staying in the house whenever, you know, we, we, um, we feel like we we can be doing something else. So like, for example, Susana has a workspace that she works out of and it's kind of pricey, but there's something to be said about just having a space where you can walk into, close the door and do your thing without any distractions. Even if it's one to three hours a day, it's your time without worrying about, oh my God, did he eat? You know, what the hell is he touching? What is he Is she getting in trouble? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I think that's something that has to be learned like along the way. um, It's still a new journey for all of us. You know, we all have essentially like two year olds right now. Um, I just moved in a gorgeous new place. So I, that is my workspace. You know, the kitchen, tons of light and all these windows. And I love that. And the neighborhood is dope. I am trying to um, because I'm distracted. I'm distracted. And it's just like, oh, this is so cute here. And this is where (laughs) I want to work. But I do get distracted. So it's it's now 2018 and all these intentions. Mm -hmm. I am (laughs) girl (laughs) because we all know that girl. It's like 
fake deep, right? <laughs> so um, I am really making the changes I need to make because there's no more error at 40. You wake up and it's like sobering as hell. Mm. And I'm like, yo, okay. It's I don't time. have any more years to waste. I, you have some years to F off a little bit. Mm. Then, you know. Well, I feel it now at 35. So well, I understand. 35, okay. yeah, okay, it kicks in. 40, <laughs> it's like, I woke up last week like, yo, I can't, I can't, oh, I can't even can't jerk anything around. off. I got a guy, oh, yo, yo, I got to do this. So, and then knowing I'm stepping into several different careers that I have to educate myself on, I almost didn't want to do the podcast because I'm like, I'm in the developing stage. I don't have a product to present to but you. But I think that's still important. So we're developing too. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like great opportunities and people are coming, but it's like, oh wait, I'll be, just give me a second. You but know, that's I have to read up. in you, and I think it's important for people to also see that there yeah. is a development stage because you have to about, do your research. I've talked about this before, where we're we're in the you know in the insta time in 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 life right now where everything is we can very easily screenshot a before and after but nobody sees the process in between nobody sees the process in between anymore nobody sees that's why uh, yeah it's so important for us to like record our raw recordings for us to put ourselves up there and talk about our daily struggle and talk about the process because i think it's important and i think that we're you know society and mass media and, and social media is misguiding people they're thinking that instantly you know instantly you're going to become you know a fashion yeah. style maven mom instantly you're going to have a, mo a, a a podcast that i've had come pouring in every instantly. single job mm -hmm. manufacturing assembly operator at gm i've built cars right i've That's done real detroit everything you can imagine yeah. i've had several jobs at one time not that I had to just because it's like a certain level and standard in a lifestyle that I wanted for myself. And I didn't come from money. So I went to school with children that did like my best friend had a $10 million house next to Isaiah Thomas, mm -hmm. but I had to go back home and play with Shanetta Hopkins. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was a real person. Shout respect, out. Respect so I had to work you know, for a, a certain life. And, and I don't think that's ever stopped. I have people, when I look at me and Mick, I'm really blessed for where we are. But if people could sit and hear our pillow talk, there's so much, I mean, we have a lot of work know. to do. They just know that you guys are cute now. You show up. Now you guys have a cute mixy baby and he just be getting all kinds of shit on Instagram. Like that's what they <laughs> see. They don't see that. It's, they don't know that y'all been married for 10 years and got married in the back of a it, cab. It's so much work. All of this is so much work and it's, um, it's a lot on everyone's plate. And so sure. I think as a mom, what I am struggling with, if you know, we talk about that is, I don't even know if I believe in like work balance, love husband. Like it's, it's so many roles we have and I am struggling with balance, mm. you know, and distractions are always, you know, I heard something great today about bondage shows up as something beautiful. You know, you hear bondage, it's like, oh, weighing down. Weighing and so down, they, yeah. it's actually in a really beautiful, cute package that's distracting you from what you really need to be doing mm. and where you're really trying to go. I just thought that was kind of cool. Do you find that um, achieving this whole balance that everybody is now on, on their fake? Uh, what but some people, I'm like, are you really pulling shape? it off when I see like a mother of three and she's doing this? And then I'm like, 
I just I can't believe is it because I didn't want children is it harder for me what is this it's because she's only showing you the good I'm like because that's in the age that we're at and so and I love the process I love the work I love you know like I'm I'm a writer um in my gut in my soul right like I'm I'm a visual person in my gut in my soul I love the torture I love the um I love the process and I love other people's process. I'm more interested in other people's process than I'm interested in their final product because everyone's going to applaud you for the final product. Nobody's applauding you now when you, when you got a bum ass podcast uptown in a free, in your cousin's free apartment, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like nobody applauds you now. And so, but I feel like the people that rock with you, the people that support you, the people that take the train in snowy ass fucking blizzard, like, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? On a Wednesday evening to come and talk on your bullshit podcast. Like, that's what really matters. And that's what's exciting. It's I, I know too many people that finally get the accolade. They get the applause. They get the whatever, the award. And then they're like, now what? They're not chasing anything anymore. So I love the process. I want to I want to say shout out to the process. It's so much more to give. And it's a lot of work. And I'm just trying to get that right recipe. Mm. Because once I figure that out, our power is just... I agree. Whoa. I get a really good feeling about you. Oh, that's good. You do readings, girl? No. 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 That's why she loves you. It seems like you are going to be a rock star. I feel really good about some of the things I'm working on. And it's... I know I'm supposed to share. I know. You kind of know what you're supposed to be doing. and. But I just, I'm like this. Now I can help you with where you're trying to go. But talking about my ideas, I think because of what my experiences have been um, and people literally like swagger jacking my whole everything mm, in front of me, I'm like, mm. and then you acting like because you don't Raina know. Fly. We've seen a little bit of that. Oh. It happens. Like it, so oh, totally get it. Actually, we we did see a little swagger jacking off of our momish podcast. Shout out to the motherfucking mom-ish. uncreative bitches out there trying to duplicate. But that's why it will not. It will only go so far because They're you're stealing your it factor. Everybody, you're scrolling on your timeline and I'll take a little bit of this and a little bit of that instead of like exploring like if you perfect your best you, which is nothing's perfect, but like shine that up, like work with what you go. Okay. What do I have working with? Okay. Let me work with what I got going on and then make that dope. Like that's what made you unique. Like that's what God bless you with. Shine that up. You're going to, you're going to kill. It's no question. Shine, your own shit up. Yes, I like shine that. it up. Yeah. You just got to look at your, everybody's so busy looking left and right. And it's just like, that's what we do now. people are killing themselves because they're comparing themselves to the, that's the, what we do now. Why? To the, picture, yeah. to the picture that they're being. To bow wow challenges. You know well, what I mean? This isn't real. Can we take what? a moment and just a moment and uh, talk about this, please? Because <laughs> I think that, especially when you and I get together, honey, watch out. Mm, like, <laughs> you better be glad that bottle didn't show up. <laughs> Oh, I had my mouth all ready for it, guys. Oh. <laughs> the fake. Okay, so I'm, and I was saying this early in another show, but I'm, I'm very excited that you know, you know, brown girls are having their day, and 
um, women are having their day. And oh, yeah. spirituality is having its day. And wokeness is having its day. But mm. I feel like it's also a lot of bullshit. And what were you saying earlier? Fake political. Fake, fake activists. Fake black girl magic. Fake sisterhood. Whoa. And that's that's what fake I was getting. Power. That's why mother good can happen. I was sitting there stagnant for months. Sitting on, so I had great ideas, but I was like, why am I having such a hard time defining this? It's because I know what, what I'm feeling out there and I'm picking up from people. It's this fake sisterhood. Like, it's not really all that. Like, right. I, I, I think that people portray this thing or you see these like Insta famous people and you show up and I don't know. Like I've, no we've Mick is DJ for Michelle Obama. So it's like, she can show up and Hello. she can she can show up and be a little right. But if you Hello. show up and you got a little you got a little change, you got a couple followers, but you show up like like you are like you're just shit. King Dingling. I'm like, guess what? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I need to take it back. <laughs> said, y'all think you was fly because your man bought you a Gucci bag. My man fucking DJ for Michelle Obama, bitch. Like, and what? can you get your stunting, own team? Stunting. <laughs> buy your own stunting. bag and quit messing with these <laughs> clowns. Can I ask oh my who gosh. is behind the lenses on your page? Like, who's taking the pictures of you? Barley, <laughs> the dope ass page that you have. You who know what? Need, it's just, really it's just, it's, that's, you know what? It's, I have to feel it out. I am... Oh my gosh! Is it different people. It's different people, really? but I am she a. Edits, she edits the shit out of everything. No, it's not it. that. It's just like, um, I remember I had to shoot something for a brand that sent me something, and I did not like what it came. It looked like no shade to J Crew. Oh, oh, calling out names. Oh shit! But that is not. I'm not that girl, and they'll probably never call me or us. Oh, sorry. It wasn't. No, I'm sorry, guys. We're joking. But it just wasn't me. So I was just like, what is this? This feels very. I don't know. I be dreaming about a damn J. Crew fucking no, feature. Can J. No, Crew call my their ass? features and what they do, those are special things. Yeah. But just like on the average, it just felt catalogish. Mm, okay. And I was just like, this is not me. Did you look, did you look at, at my page? All. Did you study me? Like. And. So I feel like I have a hand in there's certain magic and there's a girl that I loved, but she's moved into startups and she doesn't want to pursue photography. So when we got together, I will pick locations. I will pick the looks. I will pick the girl. She needs to be our artist. That's it. I know that's what you're trying to get at Marlene. That's it. Uh, Well, it's all my vision. And then I just need somebody that I believe in. That's I feel like they can capture they can just really capture the moment and something real. Like, I don't like just posting anything like it's Monday. Like I keep saying, if I see another bitch on the, the, the cobblestone, well. right. <laughs> Meat packing, like it's Monday. Okay. You see what the fuck I'm talking I about? I hate Martin? that. I hate Martin it. Martin wants a glossy ass Instagram no. page. I think that shit is whack right it's now. It's whack. See, because so she always my... looks like this and I always look like this. No, that's not what I want. What I, what I would Prefer, and, and I, I don't want a novel it. under it either. <laughs> All right. That's kind of me. She's no, no, no. She's shooting at both of us right now. <laughs> no, but I don't want a novel when you got on like a little bikini or a little outfit, but you just want to say like, 
Or a Bible verse. It has to make some sense. You said a Bible verse. <laughs> what a perfect situation would be like, you know, we create our own content, original content. Yeah. I feel like we are in a space right now because we're both, you know, juggling work and our side jobs. Sure. Children. Yeah. Home life. It, it's not easy for us to just disconnect and go, you know, take beautiful photo pictures. Shoot. I would love to. Yeah. So right now, I just want a nice color scheme. And I just got to find the picture that'll fit yeah. my color scheme. We'll, t- we'll talk after. We'll talk. So Sana will find a picture that doesn't fit the <laughs> color scheme. Yeah, yeah. And then be like, oh, it has a hint of purple. I'm an art creative, guys. <laughs> I'm about the content. It, it, like, it bothers me that the picture... Well, you guys can come to together and then figure out the perfect that's what we're trying to do right now that's what we're trying it's a marriage now it's a marriage (laughs) partners in 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 motherhood can you can you i do Mm -hmm. to to, i do have a kind of serious question bring it i want to know because you you know it's it's very cool right now like you said to be a black girl in in 2018 but you have a white husband and Mm -hmm. you guys have a mixed race uh little boy at any point, was that ever, did that ever come up? Not not within you guys, but I mean, the world seeing you. Absolutely. People ever meet you and they're like, oh, you're married to a white guy? If For one, since, since we did talk about the star sign in Capricorn, I keep everything on the low. You won't know what's going on. Sure, damn sure about that. You won't have yeah. a clue. You're right about that. So nobody ever knew who I was messing with like that. And Mick came to visit me in Detroit one time. And you're like, yo, Raina's really up on this DJ, dude. What's up? So then. The white chocolate. And then they're like, yo. So it was cool for me to, you know, (laughs) with Mick, right? It was cool for us to mess or do the mess around. But when we got engaged. That's when it became real. Everybody came out with all their opinions in your family in your circles or no i just remember and i have very loud women in my family so we heard you've been dating some white boy <laughs> oh yeah like i want to see a picture granny thinks he's like opie we want to see him i said okay i said i think i got a picture in my oh, car shit. so i go and get a magazine and mick was like in it or something Good. She came out with the magazine. And like, not just any white boy. <laughs> so then you get impressed. The women, <laughs> the women are loud. I'm going to remind you guys of that. So I come in the house dead silent when they see the picture. Just a lull, just like that dead air right there. Oh, God. And they were like, well, I mean, we thought you'd be like with Robin Thick, not Robin Thicker. Ooh. I was why like, are they, why are they hating on my boy? Go, auntie. Listen, why are you on boys my boy? with curves. <laughs> I, I've always liked me a big boy. They always know where to eat. They always know the best places to go. Wait, but I've always like a. He he's skinny boy. now. He was. He was. He was, he was, was big back guy. in the day. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, now this makes sense. He's not short. Like he's not. No. He's not a little man. He's a pretty big guy. Can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Can't go <laughs> there. We had that chat. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was an issue with. Not so much my family at all. They were like, well, we just expected that from you because I just date anything, Middle Eastern guys, whatever. It it doesn't matter. Um, But I know mixed grandparents were a little resistant. His family was a little like, "Mm." and then he said, you know what? She has a great job. She's this, she's that. He explained some of my qualities. And then his family was like, oh, okay. And that's all it took. But 
it's still growing pains. It's still, you know, as soon as I sat down, his father was like, are you, are you one of those mulattas? That's the first thing I said, like a culotta. Um, no, his father said that to you. His father said that a when mulatta? I first, are you one of those mulattas? Okay. I don't even know how to answer that. Really? And she's she a cool And then, you know, like, oh, I have black friend kind of. Th- OK, so I oh, see God. that That's you're trying to make me feel comfortable, comfortable but yeah, she don't understand or or know why or how to do that. And then back back in Detroit, it was a lot of men, a lot of women. Every I had a lot of black men upset with me. That's who came for me. Rain up, breaking hearts, and the that's joy. who came. Like, yo, what do you? Da, 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 da. It was a lot of opinions. But dudes always want to be in their feelings and in their bullshit. Like, if you was acting right and coming to the table with a full plate, it would have been a different story. But, but you did it. You that. slept, bro. Not, yeah. not only slept. that, they're running around with with white women, with Spanish women. So like, it's never been like for for Mickey and I, It was just never an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, for that's me, funny. it wasn't. It was just like. I think that's why I've always been open um, to date just anybody is like who I connect with mm-hmm. and Which is not even be. sexually to be weird, but like you pick up on a certain energy from someone and you're just like, mm. huh, all right, right let's right. explore this and figure that out no matter what they look like. So am I supposed to like deny that because they're not a black man? I mean, that's your truth. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, so I'll, look, I'm like, I'm going to entertain it. Let's see what's up. Now. So it was imagine if you would have had that like mindset you wouldn't be married and people with the love of your life with beautiful yeah, son like. people block that for themselves and mm-hmm. you know obviously it's not like the whole conscious like oh, i'm not gonna give brothers a chance and i don't do this like yo i'm feeling everybody right japanese i'd go there too right. what's up i am completely open it just happened to be mick and, and this is our story and you know here we are and it worked out but yeah other people I feel it from everyone else. Do you feel any of that now uh, via Miles? Do you feel, I mean, New York is a very, it's a hard place because it's such a melting pot and so people are so uh, quote unquote liberal here. But Mm -mm. when you guys travel or have you ever felt like. I have felt it here. Just like every person that is of color, when you walk out the door, you get it. And so I had to explain that to make that you are raising a black son. Mm, That's how the world will see him. So I need to put you up on game. You grew up somewhere where you didn't lock the doors. Well, guess what? This is what this is a completely different story. And we went to an event at the Met and it was really great. And it was another mother there with her daughter. Um, She was a little white girl. Mm -hmm. And Miles was kind of playing with her and the daughter was playing with him and the mom froze in her tracks. And I knew what that meant. And she was very uncomfortable and her shoulders were at because her ears she saw you or because she saw miles and she did not want her daughter playing with our son. And Mick oh. was an earshot away from her and tried to talk and she would not respond or say anything. And she just was frozen. Like, and I said, Miles, come, you know, come close to me, come, come to me. And then a second after that, there was another little white girl that came to play with this woman's daughter and it was fine. And she was talking and life moved on. But 
I said, now you and he was livid about Mick was very he was livid about that for a while. He saw saw, and I said, now you understand a little bit more, just a little. He tried to talk to her. He tried to talk to them. She would not even respond. She was just like she just didn't want. Yeah. Um, So these things are present and it and it happens. But I was actually really happy that Mick got to experience that and especially so early so he could see that. Um, because it's not a surprise to me, right? For him, but for him, right? So when all you know the KKK was marching and doing all this, Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, what's going on in Virginia? Like, uh, I'm not surprised. We've been here. We've been through this. Mm -hmm. Glad you guys are just seeing it. We're not just blowing it out of our asses. Mm -hmm. It's been going on forever, and you know, how are we going to make any real changes? You know what? Um, I think. Here's a good question. I wonder if you feel, because I know sometimes I feel like people are trying to outwoke you or outblack you. Oh, out everything. Sure. Because I feel like people will be trying to like outwoke me and definitely outlatin me. I mean, it's very hard to do that. Not outlatin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But they're trying to like out whatever me. And, and um, I recently read something about, I can't remember who it was. It was a black actress saying that like she always, she had gone through um, life always being told that she wasn't, she was either too black for white audiences or not black enough for black audiences. Definitely me. Okay. Yeah. I res that resonates. How, how do you think, are you, are you like, um, I don't know, would you consider yourself like a digestible black girl for, for the whites and... Um, sure. Yeah. I'm like the, 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 the prototype. Yeah. Like, okay, well she's light. Mm -hmm. She's well-spoken and uses big words. Oh my gosh. She has a vast vocabulary. Did she say (laughs) matriculate? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, she lives uh, in park slope while you used to. Yeah. Uh So yeah, I'm too grimy for them now. Now they call it Clinton Hills really bad style, but it was like, okay, whatever. Did you used to run into that in Park Slope where like, um, the other mommies would be like, oh, you got This is what right? happens. This is what's interesting. Mm-hmm. I will come outside mm-hmm. with a 26 inch on Monday mm-hmm. and on Friday, you'll get something else. I mean, I may come out with some poom poom shorts on. Right. Oh, girl, we seen, we seen the Instagram posts. <laughs> and they don't like that. So Not Miles, Park. Miles, I our neighbors probably won't catch this but you know what the truth is the truth and they didn't talk to me until i was fat and pregnant uh, in park slope it was cute like hi and you, whatever mm-hmm. but when i got pregnant then they were like oh we can connect with you you're like the cool hipster mom or girl uh, i'm yeah. none of that but uh, okay but i'm not even going to correct you because i don't care to go there right, or have the discussion relevant. but they felt that they weren't able to connect mm-hmm. which miles I hate that certain things that affect like what North and St. West, right. Mm. And now Chicago have to go through things because of who their parents are. Yeah. And I am, I don't want miles to go through things because of how people see me. So this new school miles has friends and things going on, but miles was not getting play dates or anything. Cause people didn't, it was just not working. Because of you, you think? I definitely think so. You mean in the last school? In in his first year. In his first year. Yeah. Oh, wait, people were hating on baby Miles because mom was coming out with poom poom shorts? Like that that's how you were feeling it? 
In a way, I definitely feel it was a me. Mick had a lot of people coming in like, yo, um, dude, let's get together. Oh, I'm traveling. I can't, you know, I wish we could, we can do something. And, or it's like the mom, I'm just like, yo, I'm not playing with you. And, and this, you know, your kid is crazy. Mm. These, these, um, it was like a park slope parents thing. And you could take it or leave it. Sometimes they have these like communities for parents to meet. And um, I'm just like, these people seem X-Files. I'm not going. Um, and my daughter's dance school, like the, she, the owner is my best friend's best friend okay um she she told my best friend i'll never forget this she's like listen betsy when you come with marlene and alaya please make sure that you're dressed appropriately because these moms okay stop and bye i swear to god but we saw it she she's you know voluptuous chick and so she went in a adidas tracksuit but Ooh, not Betsy. no yeah but it wasn't a tracksuit it was like one of those like tights the adidas yeah. tights and a well, everything work out her and her butt was just there and those girls were looking at her like she was an alien yeah so i mean i could totally imagine that if that were me um they probably wouldn't want to talk to me but, wait, with but me here's my question want though their child but y'all was never popping y'all was never popping like how did y'all get pregnant y'all was never popping <laughs> because i mean right listen mean girls i think love. but why because all of a sudden I you feel... have a baby now you're fucking like purell yeah like your purell motherfucking right basically clean. you did the nasty right <laughs> okay like but i think what's interesting is um it is a competition. Oh, is Miles doing this yet? Because little Timmy's doing this. Oh, is it? You know, it's like I don't feel in a way I don't in those circles, but I hear that Park Slope like the the feeling and the competition is for real. Like you know, even getting into about. schools, like it was like a huge email chain. I was on like fifteen moms. Did Miles going on a tour? We've been on six. I've been on four. I would have said, shit, I haven't been on one tour yet, Mick. We need to, I mean, we have an idea where we want him to go. It's two blocks. Let's just go up there. So we show up and they're like, yeah, um, how old's your kid? And we're like, I don't know, like a year. And they're like, you should have been here when he was six months. And we're like, like oh. Like when he was just like fresh out your vagina? I said for the twos program? Jesus. Oh, okay. We walked away. We're like, whatever. We show up, did the tour. And we got in same day. I think we even received the call and I overheard the, the guy say, we want that family in our school. I respond, Hey, how'd the tour go? Oh man, we got in. Do you think I've heard for any of those people? I haven't heard from anybody. And so they were hating on you because you got in or because girl, you have to ask them. I have no idea, but that's, those are the kind of situations I will like, see or I'll show up to like some mom event right influencers and all this stuff and usually like I'm just cool whatever like I can connect with anybody I'm yeah. like fine I mean I may not like you like that you know yeah. some big but Sean yeah, but I'm like going. yo like yeah. still we can connect team. let's mm-hmm. let's just be cordial let's be cool we have kids there's plenty to talk about um and it's just like I'm in the corner playing with Miles and everybody else it's just like a weird wall up or something so it's very interesting and that's why the even developing mother good and figuring out what is this how am i going to define this and what is this community going to be and i'm like 
wait a minute. I don't even want to hang out with you motherfuckers. Much less your kids. I'm not really trying to. Mm, yeah, go there. So let's redefine and figure out what this is going to be. And I keep I kept experiencing that. Whereas now I'm having a much better experience in Clinton Hill. Really? You know, I was yeah. just about to say, have you been experiencing experiencing that everywhere or just when you were in Park Slope? I experienced that in Park Slope. And don't get me wrong, there are a few people that were, you know, it was cool and schedules and things don't align. But for the majority, it just was a it just was a huge disconnect. Did you find or do you find now that you're the only um, black woman or women of color in a lot of these circles and these mommy circles? Because does that happen? With, does that happen with brown girls? Like, do these mommy weird shits happen? Like these weird. What do you you want to know what? I'm not the only one all the time. Mommy but circles. even if I show up for and I hate this word influencer and I hate yeah. showing. But essentially, like you just show up and a brand invites you out for something and you're one of the few women of color. So then we have the girl sitting there because she's just too cool again. <laughs> Not knowing that I'm 40 and I've been you, but a much better version. Yeah. And you're and my skin looks like this. Okay. And you're 20 something over there trying to act like you're just living because you, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever the you thing some, is. You got some Nike sent to you. <laughs> but I'm just like, right. And it's just interesting to see the insecurities in people. Yes. So it's so apparent, but even they aren't aware, you know. But your coolness will always make other people um, bring out their their insecurities for sure. In two like seconds. Yeah, it's it, you can detect it in two seconds and you can it's it's telling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just pick up on those things with people right away. So I, it's funny when I'm in those situations, you think, oh, it's another one of color. Like, OK, but it's it's not well received. Mm-hmm. It's a wall up or it's some competition and we're not in competition, honey. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how other people see it. And that's what it is. I love my parenting style. Like my, what my father's approach was and my mom's like, I, my, my dad's side of the family's Gucci man and my mom's like the Huxtables. (laughs) And I, this what I was exposed to when I went to visit that my is dad. So you though, yeah, Gucci Man and the Huxtables. That is absolutely oh. a good description of of who you are. Yeah, yeah. it completely defines me, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I just love what they. I going to visit my dad. I was exposed to things that a child shouldn't see or hear or partake in. Mm-hmm. And then you go back home to my mom and, it, you know, she exposed me to the arts and would like have me drinking apple juice out of wine glasses and coffee cups. And words to your mom. Yeah. Um, ow. Um, and I just think that I'm a real thinker. They taught me a lot of things and you don't always listen, but they just put me up on things and allow me to. OK, do you really want to do that? Well, what happens if you do this? So when I was getting in some trouble or whatever, I knew to think I'm like, I'm still going to do it anyway. But like I had the ability to be a thinker. And that's what I love. And I hope to instill in Miles. Like that's the number one thing for me. I need him to be a thinker and an individual. That little that little moment right before you make a decision where you're second guessing. Oh, yeah. I think is super important. It can either stop you from doing something incredibly stupid or propel you into doing something amazing. That's your and conviction. A little second of thought is nice. That's a good approach. I like yeah. that. You're so deep, Marlene. 
but real deep. <laughs> deep. Not not fake deep. That was the you giving it. Um, before we go, I want you, influencer mom. No, to, uh, I hate to define that word. For us what 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 you would define as being black girl magic? Because I love I love the hashtag and I love that it's it's popping and people are using it. But how how would you define it? I, I actually just love this moment um, because it's just celebrating who you are and not the norm and what not what we're told what it's beautiful or so it's embracing whatever size, but yourself essentially. And I think that's where people just have it wrong most of the time. Um, so I think for me, that exudes real confidence. Mm. I mean, you can even if you fake that, which actors do. Look how far you can go. Just if you were to believe in what you, the power of you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it really is about. Right. This is Mama Shanghai, y'all. See you next time. Toodles. Mom, 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 mom.